What's going on, everybody? This is Kodis with the Yolk Christian Podcast. I am here with Jared. Jared, how are you? I'm doing fine. <laughs> Just fine? That's it? Yeah. No, I'm, no. I'm honestly doing pretty good. Um, good. God's blessing me left and right, but definitely cannot complain. It's just, it seems like a, an, just an average day, you know? Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. I get that. So yeah. when was the last time you were mad, Jared? When was the last time you were mad? <sighs> um... I don't know. I'm I'm pretty difficult to arouse. Um, I I don't get. I don't think that's the right easily. word. Is, is uh, the right it word? is. It is. But people use it in a, a different okay. way. Uh, I, a lot of time. I, okay. Um, yeah. So, anyways, um, I don't know. I mean, so it's been a while. So you're saying it's it's been a while, but I'm sure sometime in the last week or two, I've definitely mm. gotten mad. I get that. I get that. Yeah. Well, today we're gonna be talking about anger a little bit. We're gonna be. And a little bit of anger, and I'm going to talk about this, and a little bit of dealing with mm-hmm. those people, the people that kind of make you angry, the people that kind of grind your gears, if you will. Anyway. Grind so, them. Yeah, yeah. So first off, I want people to know that we are called to love. We're obviously called to love mm-hmm. people, but we're not called to hate everybody. We're not called to be mad at people. But yeah, anyway. So the book we're going to be kind of focusing on, the main point on, is Ephesians. So the first one is Ephesians 4. 26 through 27. So I'm going to read that out and I'm going to kind of break it down here. Anyway, so in your anger, do not sin. Already stop, starts off strong there. In your anger, do not sin. Mm-hmm. So at least for me, I know, like, especially in football, when you get angry, it's kind of hard not to be like, oh, you know, like, just, I get, okay, maybe that, that, that sounds bad because I'm not going to say I'm sinning every time I'm angry. But anyway, I'm just saying, like, sometimes you just want to, like, fight somebody sometimes when you get mad. Anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. When you get angry, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. A foothold. So let's break that down. Mm. So in your anger, do not sin. When you get mad, when you get frustrated with someone, don't sin. Don't kind of, you know, don't sin. And then it says, I love this part, do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. So, yes. for example, I was listening to a sermon, and he was kind of going over this, and it was actually Craig Rochelle. I love the guy. And he mm-hmm. gave me this verse, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go with this verse. So he gave me a little story about – well, not me, obviously. It was in his sermon. But he said there was this one time where him and his wife didn't go to bed for like two days because they didn't want the sun to go down while they were still angry. Like they didn't want to go to bed while they were still angry. And like that's pretty awesome. Like yeah. I don't know if you and Jenna ever have an argument, but like you probably want to figure that out as soon as you can. You don't want to just let that – uh, that tension, I guess, and that anger build up. And mm-hmm. then, so there's a quote that he said that I I absolutely loved. So how different would our relationships be if on the day we do wrong, we fixed it? So mm. and, and then he said, the day of your hurt should also be the day of your healing. So the day you do wrong, say say me and my cousin, I don't know, my cousin, we, we fight. You know, at a family reunion, we fight because we, we believe different things. Imagine how good our relationship would be if we kept doing that and then we never fixed our issue. We just kept fighting and then, you know, going our own ways. We'd probably never talk again. We'd probably never talk to each other again because we don't want to talk to people that kind of make us angry. So imagine what our relationship would be like then if we kind of argued and then we made up. We're like, hey, man, I'm sorry for doing this. You know, like, I apologize for this. Like, imagine Mm -hmm. how good your relationship could, could be with people if on the day that you argued, the day that you got hurt, you fix or you, or you healed that problem. You fix the yeah. problem on that exact same day. 
So now there's not, you know, like, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I saw you writing sure. down something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a lot of thoughts. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's – I think it's interesting how, how Paul words this because Paul is the author of Ephesians. Mm-hmm. And he says, quote, smart verse man. 20 – Very smart man. But verse 26, it says, and don't sin by mm-hmm. letting anger control you. So he's telling you two things in that one half verse. And don't sin by letting anger control you. Okay, so he's saying don't sin. So don't allow anger to have a foothold yeah. over you. But he says, we'll get in there. Don't we'll let anger. There. He says, don't let anger control you. Mm-hmm. And so it's not. He's not saying to to not feel anger. Mm-hmm. He's saying to not let anger control you. Mm-hmm. And we think about that. You know, Jesus, he was angry when he started flipping tables yeah. right in the temple. Yeah, and so, but that was a, a, a righteous anger, exactly. Yeah, and so I, 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 I just love... think it's. Sorry for interrupting. I'm just going to no, quickly no. interrupt here. But I love when the righteous anger, but then I hate it because some people use that to justify their sin. Like, yes. oh, it's righteous anger. But then think about it like this. No. Oh, that's righteous gluttony. You know, like, I mean, mm. spread the word. Or like, this is righteous full lust. Like, uh, you know, like, it seems like righteous anger is kind of overused. Like, oh, I was righteous anger. I was telling them not to do this mm-hmm. or that when they're over here doing the exact same thing they're trying not to do. It's like, I, I have yeah. a love-hate relationship with the righteous anger thing, <laughs> the way people use yeah. it. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I righteous love-hate. Kidding. <laughs> That's funny. I think a lot of people take that out of context. <laughs> and with that, people are like, oh, I'm actually <laughs> judging. Okay. And then yeah. a lot of times they'll oh, be like, there's one. I hate you, that. Yeah, that one gets me. And so they'll also say, let, you know, um, Bible says don't judge, let you without sin cast the yeah. first stone. That's not talking about don't judge. Mm-hmm. See, Jesus, when he, when he, when he said <laughs> – you without sin cast the first stone. He's not saying don't judge. Mm-hmm. No, what he's saying, or rather when he speaks to the, the woman, the adulterer, the adulteress, whatever you want to call it, he says, um, go and sin no more. So he acknowledges the sin, but he does it in a loving way. So that's what righteous judgment is, is when we acknowledge each other's sin and we help each other. It's not when we say like, oh, you're sinning. And then you just, you know, you just let them go on and like, you just like throw that out there. That's not what that is. Mm-hmm. No, love does not demand its own way, but it does um, rejoice in truth. Mm-hmm. And so that's exactly what Jesus did. And mm-hmm. that's what we ought to do. And so this whole righteous judgment and, and yeah. righteous ang- uh, anger thing, like, don't get it twisted. There's a way to do it. There's a way yes. to do things righteously. Yes. And that is in love. Mm-hmm. So just the just the thought, but um, my last thought I want to have about this before you keep going, is that um, when I when I said before about it says, don't sin by letting anger control you and how it doesn't say to not feel anger. It mm-hmm. just says to not let anger control you. Um, I think that the, the reason for that is because when we just vent thoughtlessly, like when we don't stop ourselves from that anger and we just let mm-hmm. that anger just roll out, I think that it, it, it hurts others and destroys relationships. Um, and a lot of times it can, like if we feel anger but we don't control it, and, but say we don't release it, then it will build up inside of us and it will make us bitter. And so I think that's why Paul tells us to, to deal with our anger immediately in a way mm-hmm. that builds relationships and that helps us to not um, yeah. be overrun by anger. But anyways, so keep going. All right, diving deep. So pretty much don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. You know, don't go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Make sure to just solve those problems so you don't have to do it later. You know, Nike, just do it. Not just do it tomorrow. Just do it now. Get it done with so you don't that's have right. to do it later and stuff doesn't build up. It says, do not give the devil a foothold. So, definition of a mm. foothold, a place where a person's foot can be lodged to support them uh, securely, especially while climbing. So, mm. 
if there's any way the devil can get into my life, just, just a little sliver of a bit, I'm going to try to get rid of that. I'm mm. going to try to get rid of that. So if this kind of anger, if anger is a way for the devil to get into my life just a little bit, like just a little bit, he can, he, the devil can spread like a wildfire. If you, if you mm. give him a little bit of mm. space, if you give him just a little bit of gasoline, he's going to make a whole forest fire. So there's any way he can kind of get his little mm-hmm. foothold in there. I'm going to get it out. I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. get him out of the way. Smart. So, so did you, well, okay. I, I, I almost said, did you know this, but you, you've obviously studied demonology quite a bit. You know how they have schemes against us. They try to mm-hmm. do things against us. So, yeah. So this is a good scheme of what I think they would try to do to try to get this anger. Because obviously anger, it's really easy to get people angry, especially nowadays. It's like super, super easy about like families and politics and all this stuff. So these are like – this is like a list list of three kind of categories what they would try to get slip into anger. So Mm -hmm. they they would try to divide families and friends and churches. You know, politics just will Mm. divide and ruin friendships like – completely just ruin ruin friendships and oh, yeah. there's an the anger building and then it's just the forest fire after that yeah now a demon is trying to scheme against us is distract christians from their mission so mm. there's been times where i'm kind of angry i'm like oh i don't know what to do i'm like i'm, I'm flustered and it, it's distracting me you know it's like a, a blindfold over my head like there's a yellow brick road i'm supposed to follow but i'm like oh i don't know what to do like i don't know what to follow like i'm 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 having like a blindfold, I guess. Yeah. And I don't remember why I put this, but distract their witness. I don't remember why I put that, but I put that for something. Distract the oh no, discredit their witness. Uh, I still don't, I still don't remember why I put that, but okay. I put that for a reason. Yeah. So if maybe I with, maybe this might jog your memory. I don't. I'm just kind of you know blowing smoke here, but yes. maybe the discrediting the witness is uh like i imagine a court case right and so you know how like in gangs or like uh, i'm thinking of like movies and shows but the the mafia and stuff like mm-hmm. when they, they they kill off the witness you know just so yeah. that they can't you know testify yeah. against them i wonder if demons will not kill off because that they don't have that power um but i wonder if like you said before how demons distract i wonder mm-hmm. if they distract the witness so that Somebody can't witness to you. Yeah, yeah. That that jog it, that it. Yep, hit the nail on the head. All right, now, so don't let the devil get a foothold. A foot, a foothold, a foothold, a foothold, a foothold. There's any little sliver the devil can get in. Try to get that out. You don't want that man, Mm -hmm. because I'm telling you, Smokey the Bear once said, "Only you can prevent forest fires." (laughs) Only you can prevent the devil from uh, starting a wildfire within you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what a guy. Anyway, <laughs> teacher idea. Anyway, so <laughs> now we're going to Ephesians. Uh, sorry, Ephesians four thirty one through thirty two. Get rid of okay. all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. So mm. I want to break that down real quick. Do it. And you like how to get like how to get rid of anger? So he first off saying all bitterness. So if you like, mm-hmm. it's in Matthew, I believe, but it's talking about that. If you have a problem with someone, leave the altar and go fix that real quick. Like go fix that real thing. Yes. Don't let the sun go yes. down and then yes. come back. Like you don't need that rage and anger. Just don't get mad. Like don't, don't rage. Like 
when things aren't going your way, don't be like, oh, you know, and get all hot headed mm-hmm. like the guy from uh, the Disney movie Feelings or whatever, when it's like the, the red guy and you're like, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, like volcano. And uh-huh. brawling and slander. Don't fight. Mm-hmm. Don't talk bad, bad about people. Like, for example, like if I was over here, like, oh, did you see Jared the other day? Like, eh, don't mm-hmm. be, don't be gossiping. That's just, mm. that's just bleh. And then bleh. <laughs> I love this part. So Paul pretty much has, has this list right here. And he's like, just to make sure there's no loopholes and you don't like try to sliver something in, in, he says, along with every form of malice. So he pretty much just said, you know, he gave a list. And so people don't loophole and say, what about this? He said, every form of malice. And malice, I can't remember the definition. Um, let me get the definition uh, here. Malice is like evil thoughts towards. So um, like I'll read my version here. It says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Yes. So, so. just to make sure people don't kind of slip things in here, have loopholes, you know, say this or that. He said, every form of evil thoughts. Boom. Yeah. Don't get mm. angry. And now, that's right. So the next part: be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ forgave you. You're supposed to be mm. Christ-like. Forgive people. Mm. Someone flips you off in the middle of traffic. Hey, duck, duck on a water's back. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> I love you know, that saying. It's it's something, but yeah. just don't be offended. Like you're you're never you might not ever ever see that person again. And then there's a little quote here that I saw. It says, being offended is inevitable, but living offended is a choice. Mm-hmm. That's a good mm-hmm. one, isn't it? That's a good mm-hmm. one, isn't it? I love That's right. that one. Yeah, oh. no, and it absolutely is a choice. Like, we have a choice. And, mm-hmm. like, I had a conversation with a guy today on my TikTok um, about thoughts. Because I said that uh, looking at somebody lustfully is committing adultery mm-hmm. in our hearts, right? And uh, And so, or when you, yeah. So, anyways, so... In regards to our thoughts, people, I guess a lot of times they don't think that you can control your thoughts. But just like your feelings, you can control your thoughts. You can control mm-hmm. your feelings. And even then, people apparently don't even think that you can control your feelings. Like, love is a, a choice. Uh, your choice, uh, you know, when you feel angry. Love is your, love. Your, love is love. I know that's not the words, but it's Baby, right. don't um, hurt me. Don't hurt me. <laughs> um, no more. Anyway. But yeah, no, love is a choice. Uh, when you feel anything, whether it be what you think mm-hmm. is love or whether it be anger or happiness or joy or sadness or depression, even depression, keep that in mind, you have a choice to, of how you handle the knowledge that your brain now has of the feelings that you're feeling. So you have a choice as to whether you want to feel depressed. Now, I'm not saying that when you feel depressed, you can be like, oh, I'm happy now. And you just become happy. That's not the thing. But no, what you do have a choice of is doing things that would create the feeling of, uh, of emotion that is opposite of that of depression. Or rather, um, if you are angry, you have the choice to do something to get rid of that anger. Now, I, like, like we said before at the beginning of this, uh, this, I guess, of this passage that we're reading, it says don't let anger control you. It doesn't mean that you can't feel that way. Mm-hmm. God wants you to feel the emotions that he enabled you to have. He wants you to feel happy, sad, glad, joyful. He wants you to feel all these things so that you can know what the other is. How can you know what happiness is if you don't know what sadness is? How can you know what anger is if you don't know what peace is? You know what I mean? And so God wants us to feel the emotions that we feel, but he does not want us to be controlled 
by these things if they lead to a negative consequence. Like anger is, this is why Paul is talking about anger is because it leads to negative things. If you respond in anger, people will get upset. People will become bitter. Or you will become bitter. If you allow anger to have a stronghold, you're sinning is what he's saying. So anyways, um, that was kind of like my little rant. Uh, mm-hmm. I forgot where I was going with that. Um, but it's me yeah. all the time. <laughs> There's that. So. so, yeah, pretty much I want to go back to the foothold. There's a little quote here that says, "Living in anger can give Satan room to work." So, this is this is a little good. A little, sorry, English is tough. I'm just learning it. Um, yeah, I'm too, actually man. Indian, but um, <laughs> so living in anger gives Satan room to work. little help here. I don't know if that was okay to say, but anyway, oh, I was shaking my head. I, I yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> we'll we'll keep it in. Anyway, it's fine. You're so. Good. We have listeners from India. So, listeners from India, what is going on? How are you guys doing? Um, we love you a lot. So, anyway, living in anger gives Satan room to work. Yes, I've said that five times now. So, how do you kind of stop living in anger? First thing you do in the wake? Sorry. <clears throat> First thing you do when you wake up? Pray. Mm-hmm. Talk to God. Okay. Involve God. Last thing you do? Pray. Talk to God. Involve God. Going to the bathroom? Pray. Involve God. Eating food? Involve God. You know, draw near to him. He'll draw mm-hmm. near to you. It's going to be great. Life, peace, happiness. You know, live in the spirit. Peace and joy. Live in the flesh, death. So, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. this is, the, this yeah. is the, big, the big thing about dealing with those people, I guess, and dealing with people that make you angry. Here is a few little don'ts of dealing with those people. So, Never call someone names unless it's poopy head and you're talking to Jared uh, That's right. in, a, in a joking way, obviously, you know, I love that name, but yeah, I call, just go wife, around. I call my wife a poopy head at least 50 times a day and she you calls, really? yeah. And she calls me a poopy. Yes. Hear that. That's that, goals. That is yeah. adorable. That's goals. She, she calls me poopy pants about 30,000 times. So I love that. Y'all are, <laughs> yeah. that's amazing. Well, so <laughs> <laughs> it really hurts my feelings and, and I, I, I just want to go cry, and it makes me angry. Hey, I, 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 I can help you. Okay, okay, help me, please. I'm anyway, angry. So, never Hulk call Matt. names. Yep, there it is. Yep, you look like the Hulk. <laughs> you look like the Hulk if he never ate. So, oh. <laughs> never, never call names, okay? okay I know okay. in the heat of the moment, it can be tough, uh-huh. all right? It can be really tough to not say, you stupid idiot. Like, it can be mm-hmm. tough, but. For sure, frame. especially while driving. Oh, facts. Anyway, so never Sorry. call names. Mm-hmm. And second, never raise your voice. Talk mm. subtle. You're meditating. No, okay. But don't be like, oh, because uh-huh. yelling has never helped. Like, if anything, that just increases attention. You just want to, like, it just, you know, so. for sure. But yeah. <laughs> so never get is that, his. Is that... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What did you say? No. no, no, no. Go ahead. No, no. I'll wait. All right. Well, I was just going to ask, is that how your conversations with Kermit go? Oh, every day. I, oh, okay. That's why he's not here right now. I. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, give him a good old knocking around, huh? He's in the swamps. Visiting family. <laughs> it's a frog labor day. Anyway, so never get historical. So never be like, remember when you did this? Remember when you did that? Like, Ooh. No, don't bring up past events. Because, you know, like Matthew said, Okay, this was in the chosen. 
Bethel. Matthew said this. Like the actor Matthew said, <laughs> I'm not who I used to be. You know, he's not a tax collector anymore. Don't get historical. And then mm. lastly, never say never always. You never do this. You never do that. Or mm. you always do this. You always do that. No. No, 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 no. Now, this is wait, where'd it go? All right. My last quote to wrap it up. Okay. okay. We're called to love. Boom. Mic drop. Yep. There's another quote somewhere, but like I didn't put it on this page. I forgot to transfer it over. But yeah. Oh, here it is. So when disputes happen, because they're going to happen, we live in a mm-hmm. world. We're all human. We don't all agree. You know, we're going to argue. So know this. Jesus never said you were to. <laughs> Jesus never said you have to be right. He just said that you have to love. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay if, you know, people don't agree with you or if you're wrong and you just don't want to admit it and you're stubborn, so you're going to keep on going even though you are wrong. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be right. You just have Absolutely. to love. Even though Absolutely. it's not easy, love is what you are called to be or to do. To do. And, and I know we've talked a lot about in the context of like relationships or like, of course, all relationships, mm-hmm. are relationships. like if you know people, you have like, like he talked mm-hmm. to them, you have a relationship with them, friendship, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, I think at the beginning of this podcast, I talked about how love is a choice. So it wasn't this podcast. It was definitely less. I talk about it all the time because love is, is a this choice. You, okay. You talk or like we talk about what love is in you know, biblical context. We look at first Corinthians chapter 13 verses four through eight. And we talk about what love is. love is patient. Love is. Yeah. Yeah. Each of those are a choice. And so I have a choice to love my wife on a daily basis. And so a part of that love is choosing my arguments. It's choosing my battles. A part of that love is choosing what to say and when to say it. As rather, it's a part of that love is choosing how I say things and when I say things. And so a lot of people, um, you know, we said love is love in this podcast, but uh, a lot of people think that you can fall out of love. You, you, you can't because love is a choice. And I want to mm-hmm. clarify, I said can't with a T at the end. Um, because love is a choice. The reason you fall out of love is because one person chooses to not love anymore. So I don't know whoever's listening, if you were in a divorce relationship or your parents were in a divorce relationship or you're um, getting divorced or something along those lines or you're breaking up, um, this applies to anybody. The reason a relationship does not work is because at least one person decided not to choose to love. And so when you feel, to kind of wrap this up, when you feel angry, as Coda said, we are called to love, respond in love. And that love is a choice. You have a choice to respond in love. So choose to not respond angrily. Choose to respond with patience. Choose to not be rude. Choose to be kind. Choose to rejoice when truth wins out, but choose to not demand your own way. Choose, well, Let's just end it with this, or at least with, with my thought, at least, Codis. I don't know if you want to uh, have any more thoughts to it, but love never fails. Love always hopes. Love and never love fails. It always never gives up. Never, never gives out. Um, it's so such a good song. It is. But it, it always perseveres, never gives up, and always hopes. And that's what love does. And so, anyways, um, Codis, any thoughts? Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to send you it, and you're going to read it. So, if you've heard this message today... And you've realized, like, man, I want to experience this love. Like, because I know there's some people here that were from the last podcast, too. And if you have heard this and you're like, wow, 
you know, they, they talk a lot about this love thing, and I really want to know what this love thing is. I want to I want to truly figure out what this love thing is. They said that this love, it's something you never want to escape. It's something that, you know, once you're there, you're always going to pursue that love. So if you want to feel this love or you want to be able to have a chance to understand this love that we talk about so, so much, then repeat this prayer that Jared has for you because I, I believe this is a short but a powerful, powerful prayer that can help get you started. So if, uh, if you want to pray this prayer, pray it with me. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sin. Please forgive me. Come into my life. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Now, now please help me to live for you for the rest of this life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I flipped the script and made you do it. The script? I flipped the oh, yeah. script and made you yeah. do it. I like that. You put yeah. me on my toes. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so. I like that hat. That's a cool looking hat, by the way. Thanks. That thing is cool. Ooh, like, ooh. I got it. The I, bro, I'm so excited. Is there an update? I got it in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Nothing yet. Um, Nothing yet. I'll okay, let you no, know no, after this. On website. I'll talk to, to okay. uh, cool. cool. Lady. The lady. The, got it. The mother, you know. <laughs> got anyway. It, got it. Yes. Cool thing. But yeah, well, with that being said, guys, um, we hope you got a Godspeed. You can do better than that. <laughs> oh, fine, fine. I'll, okay. With that being said, Godspeed. I like it. 